Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. On the issue of where do you go when you graduate high school, do you go to university or do you opt for a skills trade? And what's your experience? What's your advice? 800-263-2428 is the number. Let's start with Mike in Calgary. Hi, Mike. Thanks for the call. Hi, Roy. Thanks for taking my call today. Yes, sir. Go ahead, please. I'd like to comment. I've been an employer since 1983, and I'm a, I'm a carpenter by trade. I've had some schooling at SAIT, and, uh, and uh, I think, you know, there is, there is a, an issue with the trades, and it seems like it's, uh, you know, a once proud occupation seems to have gone by now to more uh, as you're viewed, you know, mostly in society is just, uh, you know, they depict me as just swinging my hammer all day but matter of fact when it comes down to the issue there's a lot of troubleshooting a lot of calculating uh, a lot of math involved but uh, and that being said Roy I think the biggest thing in the trade today and what I found is uh, there seems to be a lack of standard I mean uh, the process of education accreditation in most trades seems to be a wash in carpentry in my trade uh, the commercial and industrial sectors of the industry uh, have a standard, and that's, uh, you know, you have to go to SAIT or one of the other technical schools to achieve your Red Seal journeyman interprovincial ticket. Now, I'm involved in residential construction. And, but what's, uh, your, what do you, what, what's your advice? When they, so you're the employer. Uh, you know you have parents listening now, probably got some students listening now, and they're looking at what they're going to do with the rest of their lives. Important decision to make. Not that it's the last decision that you can make about your future if you uh, choose university or choose to uh, learn a skill trade. But it's significant, and it's going to take up a significant amount of your time. And you're, if, when you graduate, you're going to try to make it a, an effort to turn it into a career. So what, as an employer, what do you advise? I advise, Roy, to get your accreditation. Like, uh, I think schooling is, is a, a, a big part. I mean, education in anything is uh, the most par- so powerful. So is, is, how, how, is, how important is the education factor to you as an employer? Oh, it's a huge because, uh, I mean, it's not only, the, you know, it's the competency involved, but it's also the terminology involved. Okay, so education in the particular skill that you're looking for, not just general education. Four years of, of, of university with a BA is not going to do it for you, clearly. Well, I mean, an apprenticeship program in Carpenter is four years. I mean, it's generally uh, two months out of the year you, you go to the technical school and then right. it's ten months of uh, the practical work, okay. which is an important part. But, I mean, uh, when you're in school uh, learning, and, and like I said before, there are great programs that these offer, and it's the calculation. You're learning to calculate stairs. You're learning to calculate uh, rafter formulas. Okay. Uh, you're, you're learning all sorts of No, problems. No, I, I got you. I understand. I appreciate the call, Mike. Thank you very much. But what we're also trying to get at is, what do you do? How do you make the choice? How do you make the decision on what to do? Uh, do you let the 17 or 18-year-old make the decision him or herself? How involved do you get as a parent? I mean, that was that, uh, that, was that, uh, uh, that tweet that Catherine responded to. Here's what this uh, gentleman tweeted to her. My oldest is a brilliant student, but also great with his hands. Try as I may to tell him trades are a great way to maintain a great quality of life. It's like I'm talking to a wall. Is the school system still teaching this or looking down on tradespeople? How do you decide? 
Do you go to university because that's where your friends go or college because that's where your friends go? It's the swarm. You know, you know you're good at something, but you may not be good at what your best buddy's good at. So, William and Edmonton, thank you for the call, sir. Go ahead, please. Hi, uh, thank you. Um, I was uh, looking at a University of Alberta, uh, or Government of Alberta website, and uh, I had graduated with an education degree many, many years ago. And uh, the statistically, uh, 50% of the graduates of the university uh, education program, 50% of them were not teaching. Wow. I think so, that well, that say, that, say that again, 50%. 50% of students who graduated with a teaching degree at the University of Alberta. Not teaching. Not teaching. What, are, what are they doing? Um, probably a little bit of everything. Okay. Uh, for example, I went into business uh, on my own yeah. and uh, uh, was working in a technical field and, and have uh, enjoyed sort of a medium success, I guess. So, um, so, I so no when you, so, so William, this is fascinating. So when you, when you were at the, the age to make the decision about the course you would choose and pursue in post high school education, you chose teaching, right? Education. Right. Uh, would you say that you, first of all, why did you do that? And then secondly, would you say that you, it was a waste of time or did it help you? Ultimately, was it beneficial to you? It was, um, one of maybe three or four things I was interested in. I wanted to go to university because back in that day, uh, the early seventies, because it was considered the epitome of, uh, education. You had to go to, and, to satisfy your parents. Largely. And... Uh, any other, a lot of the uh, trades were not paying real well, mm-hmm. and I think that that's completely changed now. The uh, the trades, um, you know, it's. So what it's advice? What advice well. would you give? What advice would you give a young person based on your life experience? What advice would you give a young person who is now facing directly? Should I go to university? Should I go? Should I? Should I learn a skill trade? I mean, we can lump, we you know we can add college to the equation. Do I pursue more? Uh, do I do, do I pursue a university degree or do I do I pursue a, a, a trade and 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 certification? What what advice do you give? I would uh, work part time jobs uh, through school, get in that sort of an idea of what might interest you. I talk yeah. to parents, I talk to relatives, I talk to neighbors. Yeah. I would try and um, keep up with what different jobs are actually like. Great advice. It, if I decided to go to university, I would pick a small university. I would never great go advice. back to a great big university, for especially first and second year. Um, I think that uh, uh, universities are kind of like puppy mills. They just put out product, and uh, they get a you know, a lot of money for every seat that they fill. The, the, look, the major universities, they've been around for a long time and have big reputations. They can buy on reputation. Yeah, and uh, but I think... I'm not saying they don't do a good job, but they can get by on reputation. William, thank you for the call. I've got so many, I must continue. 800-263-2428. What's, what's the advice you give on choosing where to go to pursue your life after high school, do you go to university, do you learn a trade? Tim in Newmarket, Ontario. Tim, thank you for the call. Hi. I'd like to say, um, I don't, when you ask the question of do they have a choice, how do you make a choice? Uh, well, my son just is almost out of grade 12 now here in Barrie. And it, I'll tell you right now, I work in a tool and die trade, and the trades don't even exist 
in our high school, okay? So you asked the question about if you have a choice. You don't have a choice. And the reason I, from what I see looking at the last five years of my son's schooling, is that the, the, the teachers themselves come from university. They have no idea of the world of trades. You go and ask a teacher in high school, what's a, what's a mold maker? What's a pattern maker? What's a, uh, a millwright? They have, that's not their world. That's a very interesting point. So the, the that's a that very make, interesting the point. People that go on into the education system in the government don't have a clue what's going on. And they don't, that's exactly what we see in our high schools. No trades. And it's all white collarism, and there's nothing wrong with that if you want to be a doctor or lawyer to go to university. But we need trades, and it does not exist. The, the, when you ask the question, do they have a choice? There is no existence of the trades. They don't even, they don't even in our high school, they don't even teach the imperial measurement system. So how do you know what a carpenter is or anything that involves uh, uh, imperial measurement in, in the skilled trades? It's a it's very ridiculous. good point. That's a, and, you know, we haven't even added the wild card yet, and that's the increasing emergence of artificial intelligence, which is going to change the employment paradigm completely. Well, okay, uh, skilled trades is involved with that, right? PLC programmers, yeah. machinists, yeah. tool and die makers, mold makers, all that stuff. Th- those trades are not going away. When they're talking about uh, robotics coming into the industry, they're not replacing the skilled trades. They're replacing the assembly workers. All okay? you're saying, what you're saying is there should be availability, should be knowledge base should be passed along about the advantages of skilled trades. Now, you may be, you may just by accident of birth, if you will, be the world's greatest neurosurgeon in waiting, and, and you'll know that. But if you're someone who's not sure about what to do, but boy, you're really good at creating stuff with your hands, take a hint. Well, all I'm saying is in the high school that I've experienced, there, there is no, uh, the kids come over my, my, for a birthday parties or something, and you tell them what you do. They have no. They have never heard of that. Yeah. And I, you just. You, what do you do? <laughs> they they don't know how to measure. So when you like, if I said to those guys, when when you go when you grow up and you're 25 years old and you you get married and you buy a house and you have to build a shed for yourself, you're not going to build a shed out of it, uh, metric measurements that you. The, it's totally dominated by metric measurements. Yeah. You just hope you have a handy neighbor. It's a sad situation. It is a sad is. situation. Tim, thank you call from Newmarket, Ontario. Email from uh, Mike to Roy at RoyGreenShow.com. Hi, Roy. The schools with shops, and we're talking about university versus skills trades, the schools with shops are almost non-existent. Fell in love with carpentry in high school, entered co-op program, grade 11 and 12, had my 5,000 hours by age 20, now a manager in facilities at the city of Toronto 30 years later, all due to being a tradesperson. Good for you, Mike. What's coming out of this is clearly the sense that there's going to have to be a, a significant amount of personal initiative from the young person uh, in making the decision and hopefully in tandem with, you know, with family and friends and folks with experience. Bob is in Edmonton. Bob, you have a, an interesting experience as far as this issue is concerned. I thank you for the call. Yes, uh, I was a high school teacher. Uh, mind you, it's been a few years since I did all this. I wrote my master's in education in 1969, and uh, I wrote a thesis on the educational and occupational aspirations of uh, grade 11 students. Now, and that was me, nine, that was 1969, right? Yeah, a 1969. whole different time. Uh, I know it's a few years ago, but you know the the finding still applies. Okay, I found 
that the boys had no idea at all what they wanted to be. <laughs> the girls were going to be secretaries. So at that age, a student doesn't know uh, what they want to be. I, I you know, that, that sounds uh, more like expectations. That sounds more like um, societal expectations. The boys had more leeway, and the girls were expected to go a certain route. Well, it was business education, and the, girl, uh, the boys were in uh, a marketing program, most of the ones I surveyed. Mm-hmm. So they were sort of in, uh, in business, mm-hmm. but they had no idea what they wanted to be. Okay. When you're uh, 16 to 18 years of age, you don't know. I mean, I didn't know. What I proved was that occupational choice does not really solidify until about age 25. Okay. Now, thank you for the call. Well, moving along because of our time issue, uh, I don't know that you have until age 25. By the way, in Switzerland, the way they do it, I went to school there as a kid, one grades one through four, and they still do it this way. Everybody takes the same courses. At grade four level, you do a national exam. You take a national exam at which time they evaluate, based on your score, your aptitude. And if your aptitude is for increased scholastic teaching, you move into an accelerated education program. If you're sort of in the normal stream, you go to the high school stream. This is after grade four. And not that you go to high school in grade four, but you go into the high school stream. And if you're more apt, your aptitude is towards skilled trades after grade four, that's where they direct you. Bill in Winnipeg, thank you for the call, sir. Hello, You're Bill. Welcome. Hello there. Yes, sir. Go ahead, please. Um, can you you can hear me now? I can hear you fine. Oh, okay, awesome. You know, I I, uh, I like the teacher's comments that you just just had there because being an employer, I'm a tradesman, and I'm an employer, but I I agree that that the youth coming out of school does not truly know what they want to do, and I and I see this with young people who want to try to get into the trades. They don't know what they want to do. I had two daughters that went to university right out of high school. Neither of them worked in the, the profession that they, they, they started in, in university. Um, you know, there's, there's, there's been a few comments with the regards to the schools. The schools don't teach nothing. My school, when I went, taught me nothing about the trades. I learned that after the fact the age 25 that came up, but I, it was around there that I started to realize I was geared for the trades and I got into the trades and was fortunate and have done well by the trades. And, and it's, and there's it's nothing a, that helps. Go ahead, sorry. You made that decision yourself, correct? I did. And I did. Here, I just want to read you an email because you'll identify with this. An email from Ann to Roy at RoyGreenShow.com. Roy, my kids are in their 40s. There were no trades initiated way back then either. I now have grandkids that need trades, and no one is leading them in that direction. Nothing has changed. No. You know, I mean, I came across my trade. I'm in refrigeration and a gas fitter, and um, I really I had found a, a friend that, that was in it, and he introduced me to it, and I, and I didn't know anything about it yet. You know, you cannot have buildings function without the trade, but it's not mentioned in the schools. It's not mentioned anywhere. Bill, is it a good and life? Is it if if the high school graduating high school student says, "Well, you know, can I can I live a, a good life? Can I raise a family? Can I have a house? Can I get an occasional new car? If I do what you do, what do you say to them?" I have uh, I have employees that are in the field technicians that are making six figures. Well, there you go. 
Do you have any oh, jobs? You do, you, do you have any jobs available? I can learn fast. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, you know, I mean, well, you're always looking and grooming apprentices and so on. But here's the catch, too, is we have a lot of guys that come through. They think they want to do it, but they're not fit for it. And I think with any trade, be it, uh, be it a trade or be it a profession, you know, the individual has to be suited for it, and, and it has to be for them. And so, you know, and, and we don't, I don't think we give enough experience to our youth, and we don't, for, we, in fact, we, we're progressing now. We're taking jobs away from the youth. They don't get to learn what they want, and I think this, this you know, this 25 age that you heard out, I think that might even go longer because until people get out there and kids get out there and see what's out there and see what they're capable of and what they're willing to do and what they truly like, they're not going to know what they want to do. Okay, Bill, I got to go. I have to go, Bill, only because of the usual battle with the clock, and I always lose that one. Awesome. Thank you for the call, sir. What a great call. If you want to hear more, Subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.